Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. Good morning, good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Golly, how are you, Tully Louise? I'm good. I just looked at myself in the um, camera where we record and my hair looks like... A boof. We have to say that, like, both of us have had going through a short moment at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I started it. Well, I should say Hayley Bieber actually started it. I got my inspo from Hayley Bieber. Oh, my God, my hair. Pretty sure I said I'm cutting my hair short. Then two weeks later, I'll make cut her hair short. No, I didn't. I've wanted yeah. to cut my hair short since before I got my hair extensions, like months ago, like six, seven months ago. I, my plan was to always cut my hair in winter. Oh, really? Yes. Even ask my hairdresser. <laughs> so I – no, because I had – I've been trying to grow my hair. I've had this big hair journey for like probably a year and a half because I over-dyed my hair and the front of my hair snapped very, very short. So I was doing this big hair journey for a while. I had to change hairdressers, had to change a lot of my hair routines. And my goal was to grow back my hair to a certain length, um, grow it long without dying all the time, and then have it long for a little bit. And then I wanted to cut it in winter. Do you miss your long hair? Not really. You or don't? sometimes when I'm putting it up in like a butt, like a ponytail or something, yes, because my hair's so short, you have to use so many bobby pins because the little bits near the neck just fall out. Mm. So that's really, really annoying. So yeah, I do in that way, but not really. But because I only let my hair hair dry, it looked like a big buff and like I looked like Lord Farquhar, whatever his name is. <laughs> Lord Farquhar. Yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> that's what I look like. Oh so. my god. I think you sent me the funniest TikTok the other night. It was of that really funny um, comedian girl. Oh, yeah, the Asian comedian. She's so funny. She sent – she put up a picture of Hayley Bieber and she's like – Yeah, her inspo. She's like, guys, if you're thinking of cutting your hair short, and then she went to a picture of her and she actually did look like Laura. She was so funny. (laughs) So she had like this inspo photo of like Hayley Bieber. Hayley Bieber looks like so chic with short hair. And then boom, goes to her. She had like bangs. It was just cut so bad. That was actually very funny TikTok. was very funny. Yeah, but no, I do miss my long hair a little bit, but only for those reasons. Mm. What else is, how's life? What's been going on? Life is good. (laughs) Uh, No, life is good. Just been, I feel like the weeks are going really quick. I don't know why. I've got a question because my niece asked me this last night. You know, I was on a Zoom to you and then I was like, sorry, got to go. We were drawing and she goes, Rara, drawing is my hobby. Oh, that's cute. And I was speaking to one of our close girlfriends Mm. the other day and she's like, I think we need a hobby. Do you have a hobby? That's so fucking weird. Um, do I have a hobby? Um, like 
I was going to say like not reading because I don't read regularly enough mm. to, for it to be a hobby and sometimes I don't enjoy reading. Um, Do we not have hobbies? I think as, as an, an adult, the hobbies are different. Like this is going to sound so ridiculous and I don't think it's a hobby, but I really thoroughly enjoy it. I love cleaning on a Saturday morning. Would that be a hobby? Surely not. I don't know, but I think as you get older, hobbies change, no? But that's my thing. I think I need a hobby. What? Yeah, I think I probably do need a hobby because I cannot think of anything because, off the top of my head. Like hobby would be like horse riding, drawing, a painting. Um, when like, I love drawing and I love painting, but I wouldn't call it a hobby because I don't do it all the time. When um, it was Rosa who asked me if I had a hobby the other week yeah. and she's like, I think we need a hobby. I was like, when people say, what do you do with your time? I'm like, I'm just spend it with working and friends and family. Yeah, I don't know. I actually I do. don't have a hobby that I go like do. Jewelry making or painting or I don't actually have a hobby that I'm like it takes me out of whatever life I'm living in and I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I don't think I have a hobby. Like either. how boys play golf or something. Yeah, I don't think I have a hobby because like even if I'm drawing or do something creative, I I'm like don't do it regularly enough to call it a hobby. Yeah. And I, I think hobbies are healthy for you. I don't know. I wish, like, if I didn't live in the city and I was living back in the country, I think my hobby would be horse riding because I thoroughly enjoy horse riding. Yeah. But obviously I live in the city and it's not as easy. I don't have a horse anymore. Like, I don't live on property. I would say horse riding would be my hobby. But I haven't horse ridden for, like, eight years. But I don't actually currently at this time have a hobby. Do I you, need to find one. Do you have any friends that have a hobby like pottery making? Like who has a hobby? I'm trying to think. I can't think of anyone that's got a hobby. Give me an example of what you think a hobby is. Like reading. Salsa classes. People that go to a dancing class once a week. That's a hobby. But then what about going to Pilates once a week? That's a hobby then. Isn't it? If dancing classes are a hobby. It's actually hard. I don't know. I don't know. I think hobby would be like, yeah, like your golf, like riding a horse. An activity that brings you heaps of joy and I don't know. I don't know what brings me joy at this current time. No. I could not tell you. It's really weird. That's actually really sad. You can't think of anything that actually you consider a hobby and gives you joy. I've thought about it for a really long time because whenever anyone's – sees me and asks how you been happened this morning when I went for mm. a walk with our friend Allie. She's like, what's been going on? I was like, just work seeing friends and family. Mm. But we say this all the time. I'm like, Sarah, do you know what? Travel- adventures. Traveling's gonna be my hobby. Done. That's it. Traveling is my hobby. Yeah. Well traveling's a great hobby. But I'm just like every time we go on like weekends away or we do like an activity, we're like, why don't we do this more often? Mm. We get so caught up in like doing day-to-day shit if that's like running a business you know, your routine of working out with your friends. It's like we're not allowing much space for things that give us joy. Yeah. We think we are, but we're not. Um, What's what? See, spending time with friends and family really does bring me joy. Yeah, but I also think you probably need to have something that gives you joy that is just you and yourself. I know. Yeah, you're right, probably. Like that's why I said in the girls' group chat, um, but you're doing it with friends though. Yeah, because I love my friends. No, no, but this is what I'm saying. So what Sarah was going to say, she did in the group chat, let's go to trivia. That's great. But I think as human beings and as people being very hyper and high level 
Uh, functioning functioning people I think we need and this is a homework for us after we get off this episode we need to go find a hobby that we can do solo by ourselves Mm. and do it regularly like actually one thing I love going to the cinemas by myself could not tell you the last time is that a hobby is that an activity but I I don't know maybe okay we've got two pieces of homework we have to find a hobby that we can do by ourselves and then you have to do an activity by yourself that gives you joy let me look Google the definition of a hobby. Like, does it have to be an activity? I don't know. Me either. Like, and but you know what? You're right. We should probably do it by ourselves. No, there's things like I do think because I was thinking then what gives me joy? I'm like, okay, being with my nieces gives me joy, but I don't do things by myself that give me joy, and I think that is a really important aspect uh, of life. It's like a self worth, like self value, self worth because you're fueling your and, happiness, and also I'm. I'm like this, like, I don't know if you are, but I love having time to myself. So why am I not doing things that give me joy by myself? Okay. So I, this is an example I thought of before as well, and I need to do more of it. What, this is a hobby? What is an example of a hobby? A hobby is something you enjoy doing in your free time. It's an activity that helps you relieve stress stress and tension. For example, playing chess, reading books, writing, cooking, traveling. So my cleaning on a Saturday morning can be a hobby because I enjoy it. And it relieves stress because I know that my house is going to be clean for the next week. You enjoy doing it in your spare time? Yeah. I mean, not in my spare. Like, I'm very much, it's a Saturday morning or Sunday morning thing. I wouldn't do it on okay. Friday afternoon. But if you had spare time, what would I do? Yeah. I would go to the movies by myself. Or another thing that I love doing is going to like a cafe and sitting by myself. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Um, that's another hobby, I would say. Um, something that I have been doing, I've done it a couple of times the last month, is I have been going into the city by myself and going and sitting at one of the cafes in the city that, I know, I think cafes in the city are just like so, like there's so many things to look at. They're a little bit more cultured. Like they're just Mm. kind of a different vibe. Like I feel like I'm in another city. So sometimes I do that and I really enjoy doing that. And then I'll just go shopping by myself, like just looking around. Shopping could be a hobby. Yeah. But that's, I do enjoy that and I probably need to do more things like that by myself mm. because I do like having um, and maybe I thought taking it was a, a book or something. I thought it was a really good question from a five-year-old last night and it whacked me in the fe- face. She was just like, Rara, what's your hobby? Mm. She's like, drawing is mine. I was like, oh. That is so interesting. I think as you get older, you, again, like what I was you saying get, before. You get bloody lost you in get, the. You get caught up yeah. in like day-to-day things and, be, yeah, it's just you lose all those adventures you lose Do you all know those hobbies what an ex once told me and I think he's really right is that when you're an adult what you really have to tap into are the things that you enjoy doing when you were a kid when you had no responsibilities okay and tap into that childlike behavior but when you're an adult so do you know when you, you you're a child and you before you conditioned before you think oh, I have to like mm be successful, I have to earn so much money, I have to do mm. this and all this stress on you. Um, what was it like back then? And mm. playing more. Mm. Well, that's why I think I would really enjoy doing horse riding again because mm. I used to horse ride every weekend and go to horse riding lessons twice a week. And I know heaps of adults that have got back into horse yeah, riding as adults. I reckon once I move out of the city one day and like back mm. on land and like Whatever, I would definitely. I probably wouldn't even own a if horse. you lease a horse. Yeah, I probably wouldn't own a horse yeah. again because having a horse is a lot of work. Um, but I enjoy horse riding a lot. Mm. Like I feel like, and that would take me back to my childhood. As a childhood child, I played sport and played on the property with my brother. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't really, I don't think you'd be playing on the property. Like, I mean, we used to play on the property as well, but I don't think it's like something I would do as an adult. Yeah. Climbing trees and playing with mud and all that kind of stuff. But um, more like doing the maintenance on the property. Shit, no. God. <laughs> no, and I, like, I do enjoy traveling. Like, I love experiencing new cities mm. and new cultures. Mm. Yeah. But we don't do it often. I mean, traveling's hard because, you know, you, you know, especially overseas and stuff. But we say all these things and then we don't do it often enough. I know. And I think everyone listening, like if you've got a hobby or not, it's like maybe think about what hobby you can do. Mm, Or start a new hobby. Yeah. Like 100%. There was a girl. Learn um, a new skill. Like I could go learn how to make pottery. mm, That could be cool. One of my girls, uh, one of my friends who does my skincare, she's been trying to get me to go to dance classes and – they're just – it just never has worked out because, like, I used to dance as a kid and she's like, oh, my God, it's so much fun. Like, no one gives a shit. The room's dark. Like, mm. you just got the back. And I was like, that actually sounds like so much fun. And she's been trying to get me to go but it just never has aligned. Like, um, but that's, like, something that I was like, oh, that would be kind of fun doing that as an adult and putting yourself in a really, really uncomfortable situation because as an adult I find going to something like that would be very uncomfortable. And do you know the great thing about I love doing something like that? And I've been to a couple of bit other, like I've learned how to go into dance classes where you learn how to samba and shit. Mm. I've never gone to like a hip hop or mm. whatever. What I would find challenging but I'd have to get uncomfortable with it is doing shit like that without having a drink. And that's what oh, I like. Really? Yeah, like yeah. I like that. It's like these are activities that don't involve drinking. Yeah. Like on a – on a weekend, usually you'd catch up with friends, go to the pub, mm-hmm. go to a restaurant, have drinks. This is an activity where you're like, yeah. you don't have to drink. Do you know what I was thinking the other day, and it's so funny you say that, is I went out for lunch with um, like some family members and we were sitting there like we ate lunch and then everyone kind of finished. I sat around a little bit and we're like, okay, it's time to go. And I'm like, I was thinking on the way home, I'm like, isn't it so funny that with your friends and family, you always catch up over food? I love don't, that. No, I love that. But don't you think it's the weirdest concept? Like you drive like 45 minutes to get somewhere, sit down, have lunch, catch up for a little bit, finish lunch. Okay, bye. Like go. I'm like, it's so weird how food brings people together. Like why didn't we just go for a 45-minute walk? Like I know that wouldn't happen. But like yeah. I was like, it's so weird. That's what I love about food. It is – a connection. Yeah, but don't it's you think it's weird? Like what other activities? Breaking bread with someone. But what other activities, it goes to what you were just talking about, what other activities can you do as a family that does not involve food and drinking? Well, do you know what? I know Vic and her family do sibling nights. And yes, they, like, so they're they have, a great example. They've done painting things. Yeah. So that's like a really cool catch yeah. up with family that that's you could do. That's a really good example and a really good example of a family that does it well. Mm. But like your mom and your dad and like all that kind of stuff, what else can you do? Unless you go to like a sporting match but then there's always food and alcohol involved. I was thinking that Do like, an activity. I was like, but what, like what? Dance class. With your parents? Yeah. Fuck no. My, what a memory. My parents would never get caught dead going no to a way. dance class. really? Would your dad go to a fight? He actually would. A hip-hop dance class. Not a hip-hop. Like he would, like to be fair, mum and dad were dancers growing up. Like they were quite Well, that's a shit example. (laughs) That's a shit example. But like things, it's just funny. I'm like I don't see any of my friends' families doing other things. I don't see my family. I'm like what are other things that you can do? I've played tennis with my dad. Yeah, but but I'm saying not a – yeah, sport's a good example. Mm. We do play sports and stuff. Like I know a lot of guys that go golfing with their dads and stuff. 
But a female. I've golfed with my mum. Female to female, you can go shopping and all that kind of stuff. But what other activities? Uh, to bring a whole group of a family together, not just like single things. Because I was like, I don't know what else there is to do. Hmm. Other than a sporting match, food. Family holiday? Yeah. Again, food and drinks is very much yeah. involved in that. I was just thinking about it. Like, what would you do? I don't know. And I was like, a oh, picnic. And I'm like, no, picnic involves food. Mm. I'm like, oh, maybe a beach day. And I'm like, well, no, beach days usually involve like food maybe. I don't know. Mm. I was like, it's really interesting. I just found it so – I was just driving the car. You know, sometimes you think of things. I'm like, fuck, that's so weird. Like we just met up, had din- had lunch and then left. I think my family would easily do like one of those painting nights. Yeah, or that, like that's a, a good example. Learning something, learn how to do pottery or whatever. Yeah. I keep going to pottery. Maybe it's a bloody sign. But again, the painting thing is always sip and paint. You don't have Alcohol. to. No, no, I yeah. know. But I'm just saying yeah. it's funny how society always involves food and drink and everything. Mm. It's so weird. In saying that, like, I know next year my family wanted to start some really, like we do all our cooking things, but say I do it with my cousins, mm. but my family's never done it together. Mm. And my brother really wants to do a sauce-making day, mm. us as a family. Yeah. And so I think, well, it's over food, but it's, I don't know. It's yeah. something that's so bonding. Doing it's something so and bonding. seeing a finishing product. Mm. It's so funny. I was like, if anyone can think of any examples or how do things with their families that doesn't involve food, drinks, but is a really cool activity, please like DM because I was What would you do? Just I don't know. Yeah. I honestly like you have like a beach day. I feel like that's kind of fun. Um I think it's nice learning a new skill or something. Mm. But my family's also very competitive. Yeah. So if we went to a painting th- thing, it would be like, well, I obviously am the best painter. Yeah. And my dad would be like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> so I don't, I'm, I don't know. I was just like, so interesting what us as humans do to bond. We all do very similar things. But in saying that, we've never done anything just as our girlfriends to do anything like that to no. bond, have we? No, this is what I mean. Mm. It's so funny. It's always involving like dinners or drinks mm. or which don't get me wrong, like I love going out for dinner with my girlfriends and having food and like going out for drinks. But I was just like, it's so funny how everything revolves. Okay, I'm going to find yeah, something. Yeah, find an activity because I would love to do. Ask girls to do. That doesn't, I mean, pottery, pottery again. Pottery is <laughs> a great example because food and drinks not really included because your hands are literally covered yeah. in like clay or whatever it is. But yeah, think of something. I tell you what could be a fun one for families. Like if you wanted to with your family, mm. go like on a one of those night tours of oh, the yeah. city or something like. Actually, I saw on TikTok there's a place at Melbourne Central. Have you seen those? And you can paint those gummy bears. No. Oh, they're like you know those really expensive bears that you can get. I think they're from like Japan or something, or it's a brand. I'm not sure what the brand is. I think I've got him. I can't remember what it's called. And they're the standing bears. You see them in people's lounge rooms and stuff. They're very expensive. Mm. You know what they are? No. Anyway, they're like these standing teddy bear, gummy bear things. Um, and there's a place in Melbourne Central that you can get like a bear one. Bear, when I say bear, it's like got no paint on it. And then you decorate it. Oh. Yeah, it's really cool. So I'll find I'll find it on TikTok and like post it in our like if anyone's thinking of doing some activities in Melbourne, it's in Melbourne Central. I haven't done it. I've just seen it on TikTok a million times, but that looks fun. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a cool activity. And then you can take the bear home. Yeah. It's cute. I used to do that as a kid growing up, go to those plaster places. Oh, my God. I used to love going to those plaster places. And paint them. Yeah. Or getting the plaster kit and then taking it home and then painting them. Mm. It used to be so fun. 
That's really what I mean, fun. tapping into things that used to bring oh, yeah, you joy true. when you were a kid. Well, do you know what the funny thing is? When you were talking about that before, it really reminded me of COVID. When COVID hit, I spent most of my time at mum and dad's. And on the weekend, we would go to, um, I'm not sure if you were allowed to, but we would go to Castle Main and there was one shop there that was open that was allowed to be open. It was like a novelty store. It was like a $2 shop. Yeah. Because they had like stuff in there that they were allowed to sell. Anyway. And I, my favorite thing was to go there and buy like paints and like paintbrushes and oh, like wow. canvases. And then I'd go home and paint. I think lockdown, I think you, I don't know if you did this, but in lockdown, a few things came up that I used to do when I was a kid. And I found so much like joy from doing it. But then we got out of lockdown what? and then I didn't You're do it right. again. I, I was making pasta every Cooking. pasta fresh from scratch every week. Yeah, so you had to. We were forced into this situation. That we were mm. like, "Shit, I'm so bored. What am I going to do?" See, I didn't hate lockdown. You know that. No, I know, but there yeah. was a lot. Like, there were a lot of things that we did in lockdown that we wouldn't do in normal life. A hundred percent. So I remember doing that, and I remember thinking back now, sitting in the lounge room painting. It actually, gave me so much joy. Mm. Like, I had no idea what I was painting on this canvas, but just whatever came out, came out. And that's probably when you were tapping into your most creative yeah. because you weren't thinking. Mm-mm. And it, I, like, I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have anywhere. Like, I was just so in that moment. Mm. Um, and then now that I've remembered that, I have to learn to tap back into that somehow. What? Yeah, right. Okay. Like, when was the last time you cooked pasta? <sighs> I haven't. Yeah, lockdown. See, mm. it's the thing. It's like yeah. we were like you did things that you wouldn't usually do, and maybe that is something we need to tap back into. Yeah, even with our girlfriends. Oh my god, I even I suggested like going to a pasta making course or something like yeah. with everyone. But again, bonding over food. And again, it's like yeah, you need to find something that you sing like you can do yourself. Yeah, I think mine would probably be painting. Really? Yeah, I'm not an amazing like I'm creative and I can draw and stuff but I'm not an amazing painter but I enjoy painting and I don't even know sometimes what I'm doing I just do it see like I enjoy gardening when it, it's not a forced job mm. no nah, I don't like gardening like I don't know I, it's things like I've done growing up as a as a child I used mm. to do it wake up every Saturday and go out and into the paddocks yeah and then it's something I've done with my nana that time of the week again, Tal. Chemist Warehouse picks of the week. And what do you have this week, Sarah? Sorbent flushable wipes. Flushable wipes. Please explain. So these are wipes that you can go to the toilet with and flush them. They are biodegradable. So it's it's like a baby wipe, but for your bum and your fanny that you can flush down the toilet. It's brilliant. So it's brilliant. And does it break down? What happens? It breaks down, it break down, breaks down faster and do you know what? I remember a doctor telling me that it's probably better to use one of these sometimes. Oh, really? And so now you can flush them and they break down. I love that. And I saw on the back of the pla- on the back of the pack that to get a more cleaner effect, use the sorbent toilet paper and then the sorbent flushable wipes and then just throw them down the toilet. Don't be that person who doesn't wipe properly. <laughs> Don't be that toilet that doesn't flush properly. <laughs> you now get these at Chemo's Warehouse. I used to love doing as a kid finger knitting. Dude, that is so so fucking random. That is so funny because I literally said to my mum and nana the other night, I said, "Um, does it take long to learn how to knit? No, it doesn't. I can teach you. Okay. No, but I can only do, it doesn't take long. Actually, get your nana to teach you. Or your mum. My mum's a great knitter. Get your mum to teach you and just do the like normal. Yeah. It's it's so easy. 
I just get stuck at how to tie it on at the start sometimes. Oh. But knitting, I knitted a scarf once when I was in high school when I was not very well. I was spending a lot of time at home and my mum was like knitting at the time because I stressed my mum out so much and the only way that she found comfort was from knitting mm. and she taught me how to knit. The only confusing thing was how to like change the colour and stuff. So I only did like one colour but I found it so therapeutic. Like just I'm not like, you know, when you just see your nana and they're like doing it like oh. in the TV, I can't do it that fast. But the concentration of knitting and just being in that moment, there's something about it. Because you, you don't them, think of anything yeah, else. Yeah, you should get them to teach you because it's actually so therapeutic. Yeah. I've got lots of things that my family have knitted for me over the years and I'm just like, God, it would be pretty cool to and do that. And you know what? It's a dying hobby. Yeah. I don't think there's many young people that would sit in front of the TV to knit. Maybe I'll. I don't think there'd be many. I've got knitting needles at home. Yeah, and I've got wool. Oh my god, knitting is so therapeutic. But as a kid, I used to love finger knitting. Yeah, I right. still remember how to do it on your fingers. Yeah, because <laughs> no, because you just put it on, and then it just—it doesn't matter like about your fingers or anything. It's just like it's so easy to do, and it's like you can do what, it. Without. So you go, you do like so you that. tie it, and then you go around, and then pull it out, around, and pull it out, and then it just goes to like a long whatever. But it's so like I used to sit in front of the TV, I could do it without looking, and just do it. And because I'm quite an anxious person, I was quite an anxious child. I it just gave me something to concentrate on. I stood all the time. That's, I never knew that about you. Yeah. You're a finger knitter. Yeah. Never knew that. I mean, they taught us at school once, but I, at a young age, I learned that it was like mm. good for my anxiety. Yeah. 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 So we've learned we're going to get a hobby. Yes. Oh my God. Mm. That's not what And we're tapping really... into childlike stuff. Yeah. Because I don't know. It's like, when do we get caught up in the other nonsense bullshit? Like, I keep having these really nice conversations with my nan and at the end of the day, like, and we always say it and there's that old saying like no one will remember like what you had or mm. everything. It's always how you made them feel. Mm. Why are we always striving to like have things, do mm. more, be more, like mm. work? What's the point of working so hard if at the end of the day that doesn't really matter? Yeah, well, I think you work hard so you can have those experiences like going on a holiday. Mm. But I know what you're saying, but then I'm like… There has to be a point where yeah. there's balance. Yeah, like I totally get what you're saying. I totally agree. And But then I'm like half of me is like, yeah, but we work so we can. But then you don't want to work so then you go on an experience and then you're working again so exactly. hard for the other experience because it's like a… It's like a every time you go on a holiday, oh, come back, got to earn the money back, got to do this, mm. do this. So it's like literally like it's not enjoying life at that time. So it's kind of like that's probably very unhealthy. But then, yeah. If, like, someone was writing my eulogy right now, it'd be like, Sarah worked probably too hard. Mm. But I don't think you work too hard. Like, you work, but, like, you still enjoy your free time. Yeah. Like, but I, yeah. Like, know, yesterday, like, you know, you can, like, yesterday there's periods of the day where we weren't working. But I'm, way, have to work I'm or, way behind on work, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying stop using that as your story. Like, yeah. everyone all works hard, mm. but I… Like, you definitely work hard, but I don't think, like, there's a lot of people that work a lot harder than you and still have free time. Like, you do have a lot of free time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I think you need to stop using that as your story. You didn't like that. I can see by your face. Oh, no. I just got a lot of, uh, diff- like, different But so responses. does everyone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm saying from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying I get it, but I hear it all the time. That I work hard. 
you say the same thing. What do I say? I work too hard. I've got too much responsibility. I'm like, yeah, okay, you do work hard. But what I'm saying is you do have times of the day where you're not working and then you have to work a little bit at night. Like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I got up a little bit earlier so I could work because I knew I had an appointment. It's like you still have the freedom to live the day that you want to live. A lot of people work hard but don't have that freedom to do that, if that makes sense. Like think of all the people that work nine to five. Mm. Like they work hard, 100%. But they don't have the freedom to allocate times during the day to do things that they want to do. Yeah. Like once they leave the office, they don't want to work at night. But with you, you can. Like if you want to go fucking do a workout until 11 a.m. or something, you can. Mm. You just have to allocate a little bit of time in the morning or the rest of the day to work. So it's like, yeah, you do work a lot, but you do have the freedom of like allocating your day, if that makes sense. Managing my day. Yeah, exactly. Whereas a lot of people, some people don't. Mm. Like imagine working nine to five and shout out to anyone that does because I've worked nine to five when I was younger. Working nine to five and getting home and it's like you're so tired that you don't have time to do the things that give you joy or catch up with your friends and family, which Mm. we are so lucky we do. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, you work hard, but stop making that your story. No, I'm just saying what I think people would say. If I died tomorrow, what would you say at my eulogy? I would say Sarah was like one of the nicest. I wouldn't say the working yeah, thing. Yeah, right. I reckon my family would. Yeah, but that's their story yeah. of you. Yeah. You're probably going home. Oh, I work, I'm doing this. Oh, I can't go to this because I've got to do this. So that's what they're seeing of you. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, Sarah was such a kind-hearted person, always had time for people um, I wouldn't say she was too busy. I would say she was successful. Mm. Like I wouldn't use that word, she worked too much. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people do, but I just would never say that. Mm. I think my dad worked. a really beautiful thing to say at my <laughs> Thank you. No, but like I, like I think our dads probably worked too much, oh, but I 100%. would never, I wouldn't say that to my dad. I would, if my dad's saying, I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, my dad was extremely, extremely successful and he earned it. I would never be like, oh, he worked too much. Maybe I would say, you know, I wish he allocated a little bit more time with us when we were kids. Mm. But we had a really good life and we did get to have those elements of freedom at certain parts of our life where we could go away for holidays for three weeks and stuff. Mm. So, But I would never say he worked too hard because I don't think that, that… I think my dad thinks he's worked too hard. Yeah. But he's had his own business, which is different. different. It's different when you've got your business. But, like, I don't know, it's just interesting. Like, I think everyone works hard. But to say when someone passes away that that was one key element of their life I think is pretty rich. No, I'm just, like, and I had the, I remember when I had my heart thing last year and I was on the reformer bed and I was like, Sarah, if you died tomorrow, what would you regret? And it's like not having more fun. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that, Yeah. Like, again, it goes back to the start of this conversation. You get so caught up with day-to-day things yes. and routine and then you're too tired. Like, like, I, How do you break that routine? Personally, I like having a routine, yeah. so I probably wouldn't. It makes me a better person. Um, maybe by breaking it, by in like adding in your hobbies like once a week or adding in things into your routine might give you more joy or like more, I don't know. Mm. I think being aware first up that you need to do those things and then adding them into your schedules if you are a very routine person like us. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Mm. But no, I like I said, I think 
I don't know. I just wouldn't use that word. I would say successful. I wouldn't say. But the, and this is the thing. Everyone's story of what successful is so mm. different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that, and that's probably why I think like I wouldn't use that word about yeah. you. I would say successful. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. It's just interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. Oh my God, we've gone from like childlike to Sarah's eulogy and, <laughs> and everyone's everyone's literally hearing an insight into Sarah and I's conversations to each oh. other. Sometimes I was listening to last week's episode and I was like, oh my God, sometimes I forget that there's people on the other end listening into the podcast because sometimes we talk. I mean, this is probably a good thing, but like sometimes, because it means we're kind of a little bit unfiltered, but not really. Um, sometimes Sarah and I talk to each other and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe the whole world is like hearing that. Did we speak rudely? No, 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 no. We didn't oh. speak rudely. Just the way we like go back and forth sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, oofed. I don't know. Like that's actually getting an insight into like. Is it a little bit fuego? A little bit spicy at times? No, 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 not like, no, just you know like, the, just sometimes a little bit too deep that we're going, like just even that conversation then where I was uh, like, I don't think you were, that. like I was just giving you what I think. Yeah. I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. People might think I'm a bitch. Yeah, but we always have conversations yeah. like this. Well, no, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like sometimes I forget other people are listening. Yeah. Like if, if say, if I'm feeling a certain way and I come to you, I'm like, oh, you're like, I want you to open it up. You, yeah. We explore what that is for mm. each other and that's the different thing. If I'm feeling a certain way or if I say like I'm frustrated or whatever or whatever, my frustration, your frustration is so different. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you can tell me a way to handle things. I'm like that might work for you but I know that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we handle things very, yeah, oh, so different. Very differently. So differently. Like things that probably aggravate me and frustrate me don't frustrate you. And things that frustrate and aggravate you, I'm like, Sarah, chill. Like, Mm. whereas we're both so different in that way. So funny how humans are so different. Like everyone's reactions are different. Everyone's feelings are different. Everyone's stories are different. Everyone's assumptions are different. Okay. Driving to the studio today, I saw – no, not driving. I was at Green Cup actually having my bowl. And I I had – TikTok on and it's funny because one of my siblings and I have a different story of how we grew up Mm -hmm. together and it's very different stories of how we grew up and there was a um, family psychiatrist on TikTok and a guy was like my sister and I have very different stories growing up Um, we can't decide whose is the right one he's like the stories are very different Mm. he's like the parent you had versus the parent she had is one very different because parenting a boy and a girl is very different. Mm. Also, one was a th- the third child and when stresses were happening at that stage of the parent's life is very different to when the fourth the only- child came oh, along. Yeah. And say you're a parent at 30, then the next one comes along and the parent's 34. That, different that parent has grown up in that four years. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it, it's like – your story is valid to you because you actually, yes, you've got the same parents, but you got you had different parents. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I was like, that's so true. Yeah. So true. So true. Like even friendships, a friendship you have with someone else is completely different. Like I've been friends with you a lot longer than some of my other friends. So obviously you've known me 
throughout the years and now I've grown. So mm. a friend that would come in now would experience a very different Sarah because mm. I've grown so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that the hard thing is, and we speak about this all the time about friends and growing and different stages, it's you can't hold on to stories of what have happened in the past with friends yeah. because you have to give them that leeway because they have grown. Yeah. It's like we've spoken about, yeah, we have spoken on the podcast about friendships like, oh, I think it was in the Friendship Fallout episode. Which I is think. one of the most popular episodes, <laughs> yeah. by the way. If you want to go back, it's called… Yeah. Um, the Friendship Breakup? Yeah, The Friendship Breakup. We yeah. talk about, certain, um, you know, having a friend and then seeing them every day, talk to them every day, you know, tell them your deepest, darkest mm. secrets and then like the next month you're not friends anymore. And mm. it's like it's so hard to accept and they might have changed as a person and that's fine. You don't align with how they've changed or they've had a realisation or something's happened or whatever it is. They've changed and it's really, really, really hard to let go of what that person used to be like or how they used to treat – no, your friendship. Because maybe they haven't changed. They're just like maybe you're too toxic for them or who knows. But it's so hard to let that go. It really is. And it's like things happen, things change, and it's like, yeah, you you have to let it go. You have to evolve as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, that friendship breakup episode was. A doozy. It was a big one. And you know what? Like, hmm. I think that's why probably our friendship group is getting smaller because you just don't have the time anymore. Yeah. Nah, no way. Yeah. Um, do you have any recommendations for this week? Ooh. I started reading one of the books you gave me and F me. I started – I spoke to you yesterday. I was like, I read, I cried in the first five pages. Oh, yeah. So Sarah's reading A Thousand Boy Kisses or mm. A Thousand Boy Kisses that yep. I read in Bali and I, I think I said to you guys and I also – put up on Instagram, was the saddest book. I think I cried the first five pages. And what happened to Sarah? Yeah, because you're like, oh, it reminds me of your nan. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. It's such a beautiful book and it's so easy to read. Yeah. Have you read it again? Not yet. Oh, okay. I've been doing my face mask at night and then not – stimulating so that's oh, my downtime maybe you need to read while you're doing your face mask because it's, it's a really I don't good think book. you're supposed to have your eyes open when you got the red light on don't you have eye holes yeah but are you supposed to read but how are you supposed to? i, I do don't know things with my face mask on i don't know it's got eye holes so you can open your eyes well, i don't know oh my god <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well mine does mine's got the eye holes and because i like put it on and clean and stuff go you it's I still don't understand what the other lights do, like the yellow light, the blue light. I don't have a yellow light. Oh, my light. God, I know what I did this week. I did BBL again on my face. Oh, you did? Yep. Oh, yeah, your face was so swollen. Yeah. Oh. Do you reckon it's gone? No, so I, it's still up and yeah. then in the next, like, five days it will come off. So uh, see how that's really dark? So Sarah had BBL but not the bum BBL, it's face BBL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine if I'm oh Brazilian butt lift. And it fries off, like, your sunspots or pigmentation and yep. it gets darker. So it looks like really, really bad and then it like flakes off. <gasps> i got a story about that. Uh-oh. Um, should I tell it? Well, you have to now. Okay. So the girl friend who was doing my face full talking, she's like, how's dating and all that? And then somehow we got back onto a boy I dated last year. She knew who he was. She's like, what's his last name? <gasps> she's like, She's like, I'm so – I was like, I don't care. She's like, I only spoke to him for a little bit. She's like, because uh, – she's like – No. Yes. Wait, who was it? 
Just let mouth it. Who? Oh, dead. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, I know who you're talking about because of when that happened and that happened and <gasps> yes. And she's like, oh, my God. And this is the problem with Melbourne, right? The oh, dating, my God. She lives in the same building as him. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So this is the problem with Melbourne. The dating pool is grim. Grim and so small. Yeah, that's fucked. So small. So there is. There. It's hard enough when you've got two friends that are single and you're both on the same dating apps. Like. I mean, I'm not single anymore, but like we Sarah, used to have crossovers. Yeah, Sarah would be like, and I was like, oh, I've been messaging that guy. She's like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I've matched with him. I've been messaging him. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Oh, it's so fucking hard. It's so. It's like you're right. The dating apps are grim. But again, I was talking to my girlfriend this morning that I went on a walk with, and she's like, but where do you meet people? I was like, I actually you, don't know. It's apps. Hundred percent, it's apps. Like I could not. But there's not. Look. I know I need someone, like we're go-getters. Mm. I need someone who I'm so attracted to, like, intelligence and mm. mental stimulation. I cannot find that any fucking way. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you just have to change what you kind of want. I don't want to have a convers- dumbass conversation with someone that I'm with. Like, not everyone is a not everyone is like a dumbass and not everyone is intelligent. There is also in the middle. No, but I need like I know and it's a pattern that I've had in the past, the ones that I really, really liked is there's mental stimulation. Mm. Don't know. Yeah. And I also know like Yeah. Don't know. Are you on the apps at the moment? Yeah, but not really like oh. Active. Mm. I did meet a guy at a bar. Oh, that's good. Did message him this morning. Oh, that's good. Yep. Great. Yep. Love that. That night I was out in the town. Love that. Yep. Love that. That's good. Did you <laughs> message him or he messaged you? No. So I, he messaged, he slid into my DMs because uh-huh. when we were at the bar, I said to my, our girlfriend, she's like, get his number. I was like, he will find me. Yeah. He found me. Yep. Slid into my DMs. And then that was a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that happened. And then back and forth that week. And then um, this week, messaged him and he's like, this is my number. It happened Monday night, but I didn't message him until today. Okay. We like the Monday night to the Friday. Oh, do you know what? And it's not that I didn't think about messaging him. Mm. I actually would be was like, I'll message him. Then I'll wait for it. Get distracted. Oh, no, she didn't say it. <laughs> Fuck you. I've just been so busy. Has my week not? No, I know, but it, like I'm just was waiting for it. My week has been. Everyone's week has been, but it's just interesting <laughs> how many times you say it. Someone's might be <sighs> three items and the other one's is 30 items. Just interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Look, see what happens. Mm. Might You might go on a date. Who we knows? might have some date stories, people. So am I? You it. told me I'm not allowed to have date stories on this like two years ago. So that's why no one's had date stories. No, we like date stories, but you give too much information to the fact that the person calls you and says, "I know you were talking about me on the podcast." <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> that is literally too much. That's why we had to have code names for everyone. Yeah, and then they knew what their code name was, <laughs> so that was just went out the fucking window. <laughs> So uh, we haven't had any stories for a long time. Yeah. 
Well, maybe we'll bring back the stories. We can, but we have to be very careful. Okay. Well, not me, you. <laughs> yeah, that can be my challenge. They can be. You know who does a good? Um, Alex Cooper, how she calls like Zoo Man and like. Mate, how? Look, I had Yoshi. I had Baby Daddy. I uh, had. Baby Daddy was very easy to work out who it was. <laughs> Yoshi, if you listen to the podcast, I think it did work out who it was. And the third person was. I cannot and- remember. It was Yoshi and the other one knew as well. Oh, dead muscles? No, no. No, nah, there was a muscle man. Who was I dating at that time? All three at once. Oh and God. it got too much. I can't remember. It was Yoshi, maybe Daddy. Far out. Who was the third one? Oh, well, we're going to have to phone Brooke later because she knew what she made nicknames. Yoshi. Mood. I cannot. Do you remember. know what? Someone from listening is going to be yelling it out. Yeah, to their... I've completely gone blank. Oh my god. Okay, it doesn't matter. Obviously, we'll they to. weren't very memorable. Are you sure, it wasn't muscles. That's not their nickname, but that's how I'm only describing this person because I can't say his name. No, because I don't think it. No, Texas. What's his name? Texas. Yeah, see, told you. Muscles, Texas. get me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I knew, but I can't remember what we called him. I think did we call him Texas. No, 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 no. Because that's pretty obvious. He's now engaged anyway. He's engaged. The other one's moved in with his partner. It's just me and baby daddy still. <laughs> Wait, who moved in with his partner? Yoshi. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Interesting. I think I've got the magic touch. So if any boy wants to get married, just, just date me. <laughs> And then next one you'll get married. Wow. <laughs> There's a movie about that, I think. Um, yeah. No, just me and baby daddy still holding strong. Love that. Shout out baby daddy if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. And shout out baby daddy's dad who listens. <laughs> oh, my God. That's even more embarrassing. He calls me podcast girl. Okay. On that note, I think we're finished up for today. Um <laughs> Dead. Um, next week, you um, unfortunately don't have Sarah and I. You will have a special guest. So mm. we're back with the guests and just a little bit of a banter sesh with Sarah and I today. We love that. Anyway, if you think of a hobby, please DM us because I need to do something by myself. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to knit. Great. Get your mum to show you if she's down. Bye, she's down for yeah, the moment. I think I'm going to knit. Love knitting. Anyway, guys, have a beautiful week. We love you. And before we sign off, my God, the Gigi oh leggings my gosh, dropped. Yes, that was one thing that we actually wanted to talk about yes. today, and we didn't even. Let's talk do about it. it. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, before we sign off, there is a new legging that has come out for Tully Lou, and it is the iconic Gigi pant. I designed the Pana pant back in like 2012, I think it was. I've got a question. Yes. Why did you design it like that? Because it was and is so unique. Bright, bold. I think I really liked the piping element. So I really wanted to do a legging that had like piping and then I wanted to incorporate a colour piping and then panelling, which was coloured. So I did that and then that's why it was colourful back then and there wasn't really any colourful, unique styles out there available on the market. So that's why I did it because I wanted to be one of the first. And we literally were Mm. because then we had like Target, Cotton On, everyone copying us. Puma. like Puma, big ones. It was the legging design that was to copy. Yeah, they actually Like how, I don't know, how 
cotton on copy the shape of Yeezy shoes. Mm. These leggings were the leggings of the world. They copy. were. They were. We had Aloe. We had, yeah, some big brands copying us. So I did it like that. And then over the years, we bought out different colorways. I think I counted the other day. I think I had 12 colorways. And it's the the pant that launched Tally Lou to a global yes, it global was. scale. Yeah. So first global was like through Instagram and stuff. And then obviously the Gigi Hadid, when she wore them, she wore the black and white version. She got in probably like three or four years into the Gigi Pana pant trend when I dialed down the colors. So it was originally called the Pana pant. Yes, it was called the Pana pant. And then when Gigi wore them, we made them a high waistband. Yep. And did them a little bit different and then called them the Gigi pan. Mm-hmm. And then now they're the Gigi pan. Yep. Just in case people yeah. were getting confused. Yeah. So um, the reason they were called Pana Pan is because when I started the brand, it was kind of more of a yoga brand. And if you all do yoga, you know, like prana breathing and stuff. Mm. So I played on that word of prana and called them Pana Pants. Each item of mine in my collection was always named after like something that was yoga related or meditation related or whatever. So that's why they were called the Pana Pan. And then, yeah, they evolved into the Gigi. So in 2023 now, we have revamped the design. They are all black. Um, We've used a really cool reflective black um, tape as instead of the piping because piping just doesn't work anymore and Mm -hmm. it's not really in. So I designed them to modernize them. I tailored them down. We made them higher. um, The funny thing with the piping is, and I remember sitting with you around like the design table and going through samples, the piping actually elongates your legs. Yeah, yeah. So that's another reason why I did the piping on the original pants because I wanted the legs to look elongated. Mm-hmm. So with this new pant, it's actually really cool because of the black reflective tape. It's actually on the fabric. So it's not like poking out like a normal piping was with the stitching. So it streamlines the pant a little bit more, which I love. So the new partner pant is out. It's exclusive. We're only doing one round of it. Um Maybe, maybe not. Who Let's knows? see. <laughs> um, but it is, yeah, the iconic Gigi pant. And thank you to Gigi Hadid who took them from, you know, one to 10. And yeah, they're on sale now. And I'm obsessed. I'm, obs- I'm obsessed yeah, with them they're too. They're really cool. Um, and if you want a pair, jump online and grab them today. And everyone, if you're a first time customer or you just want to sneak your discount code, remember TL Cherry. And you'll get fifteen <laughs> you'll get fifteen dollars off your order. Don't tell anyone we told you that, but yes, you can use that. So jump online to at www.tellylu.com and grab a pair. We have very fast shipping and great customer service. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Why? Just designing cool pants, yeah. thinking differently. Yeah, they're cool. I'm glad we modernized them a little bit. Why are you glad? Because they are an iconic legging. Yeah, I agree. And I have to admit, like the Gigi, like this Gigi mod- modern version, it's so chic. Mm. Like if you want a pair of black leggings and you don't like two out there patterns, but you want something that's a little bit more chicer and like a Different. bit more elevated, these are perfect. Because I know a lot of people are scared of like doing a little bit of block coloring mm-hmm. or like stuff like that. I just think these are still very streamlined, chic. It's a safe, elevated, fashion-forward black. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why you guys need to get a pair. <laughs> <laughs> Go you. And guys, have a great day. I think this is us signing off. Yes, which we signed off about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we just needed to throw that. Yeah. In there. <laughs> anyway. I, I love you and I love you. Love you. Have a great day. Great day. Bye. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have 
an activewear brand called Tally Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tally Lou or if you've shopped at Tally Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 